Hello, and today joining us is Danielle Ryan. Danielle is a key player in the worldwide mushroom movement as a registered herbalist of the American Herbalist Guild, a certified holistic nutritionist, an instructor of mycology, and national educator for Four Sigmatic. She's been teaching the world about the importance of life in on functional mushrooms. And so you're a mushroom person, I guess. And you have, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. And I, we kidded around a little bit the other day. I sent you an email and I made a mistake in the email. And the first thing that came to mind, it was after being up late and it was early in the morning. I guess I better take my mushroom coffee. And <laughs> so, you know, it fall, mush, the mushrooms are wonderful. They're very helpful. And that's what I want you to do is talk to us about the benefits of medicinal mushrooms and especially we're coming into cold and flu in the winter and not being outside getting as much sun and exercise so one a lot of the 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 mushroom blends are delicious just because of the taste but some of the benefits and some of the the science and and the research behind it and i'm going to turn it over to you now thank you yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So I think just to set the stage to understand what we're talking about, because functional mushrooms are a new term and there's a lot of conflation. Are they medicinal mushrooms? Are they functional? Are they legal? Are they psychoactive? What's going on and what are we talking about? And, um, you know, we at Four Sigmatic, we use a lot of funny hashtags like everyday magic and on shrooms. And we're really trying to demystify the world of functional mushrooms, which are safe, legal mushrooms everywhere in the world that have been used for, depending on the species, between six and 12,000 years. So they're nothing new for us as humans to be using these incredible ingredients as both food and as medicine, but it might be newer to some of us in the West. I like to think we're kind of the last to catch on. But within the fun fungal kingdom, so this is a, a massive biological kingdom that we're speaking of, right? A lot of people think Mushrooms are a lower form of plants or a vegetable. They're actually not. They're in their own kingdom. And this is a massive kingdom. We're still discovering how many species actually exist within it. But what we do know for sure is there are at least six times as many species of fungi as all plants on earth, which should just kind of open our eyes to how much, even beyond today, this should just be the tip of the iceberg, but how much potential there is within this kingdom to explore both for our personal health for the health of the earth, the ecosystem, the environment. So um, many, many uses. But what I focus on as an herbalist is this subcategory of fungi called functional mushrooms. And they used to be referred to as medicinal mushrooms. So the same group of species, which we now call functional. And the reason for that is a lot of the plant medicine world has shifted so that when we hear medicinal, people think of cannabis. Right. And so uh, now with the, you know, 2020 and legalization of certain, you know, psychedelic mushrooms in cities like Oakland and Denver, the word medicinal is being conflated with this. This is illegal or is this OK to use? And so we've sh shifted the diction and we now call them functional mushrooms. Um, but what these are, there are about 600 known species of mushrooms to have beneficial impacts on our health as humans. And we won't have time to talk about all 600 in today's episode, but it would be a long day. <laughs> it would be a long day. It's, you know, even in my three hour lectures in my mycology courses, we only talk about 
really 10. And I think we can start by um, really diving into maybe the top three to five fungi that are most relevant for what our needs are. So, you know, almost all the time I ask people what they're dealing with. And one of the, the most chronic underlying ailments is some sort of stress. And this is really, you know, as a vitalist practitioner, which means it's the opposite of allopathic or treating, treating symptoms and band-aids, but looking at where are the issues in the body stemming from and how can we treat from that place to create long-term holistic solutions rather than covering something up, which often leads to suppressing whatever the person is experiencing even deeper in it and it often manifests in more dangerous ways or will reoccur later in life. So functional mushrooms as a category, I look at them as vitalists themselves. Um, they're, they're really foundational to so many systems of our body, be it gut health, immune health, and stress is kind of the big three. And it's incredible when we support our systems from that place, uh, what seemingly unrelated symptoms begin to go away. Well, right? you know, it's amazing. My mentor said right at the beginning that everything begins and ends in the digestive tract. And if you're not digesting and eliminating properly, nothing else in the body will be working well. Absolutely. And, you know, it's so true. And it's interesting that the mushrooms really work, not just take this mushroom for that problem. They work as um, therapeutically for the whole body because we are very complicated and everything is connected to everything. Absolutely. They are holistic. And that really speaks to the category of herbal medicine that we put them in, which are their adaptogens. So to break it down, if people are like, adapt to what? What does that mean? Um, when we talk about natural remedies for our well-being, we often group them based on their action, right? So we have herbs that are directly supportive to our digestion, right? So often they're, they're these carminatives or digestives. We have herbs that put us to sleep, you know, our sedatives, our hypnotics. Adaptions are another umbrella category like that, which houses both plants and many of our mushrooms. And what qualifies something as an adaptogen is it must be non-toxic. So it's coming from the earth and there isn't a toxic dose. So a lot of times as herbalists, you know, it's like trust the hand of the one giving you your medicine and the dose makes the poison. With adaptogens, it's almost impossible to overdose um, because they're looking to find balance and equilibrium in the body rather than push the system in one direction or another. So they're not uh, primarily stimulating or depressing. They can do either based on the body's needs. Uh, beyond that, they're non-habit forming. So we'll talk about the importance of longevity with these ingredients and that rather than you know something like caffeine, which you need more of to have the same effect over time, uh, adaptions are not like that. So the history of them is known, they're known as tonics, right? They're called longevity tonics and elixirs of life, chi tonics. Um, so they're really meant to be taken consistently for, for weeks or months at a time. Um, so that non-habit forming. And then the last that kind of trips people up often is that adaptogens are non-specific, right? So this speaks to that um, not pushing our bodies. They have this ability to pun intended, but adapt to what each body is, is needing. And 
Um, in clinical practice, this is one of the reasons I chose to have a functional mushroom-based practice, right? Work with these adaptogens is one of the key species in my formulas is because most of the individuals that um, I work with are pretty chronic in their, in their condition. So that could be, you know, a lot of autoimmune conditions, um, undiagnosed ailments from the Western world where they said, okay, no one knows what's going on. I don't have an answer. What can you do for me? And I've really found that functional mushrooms are one of the safest, most effective natural options for this really wide range of bodies. And a big reason for that is because they're supporting, right? They're not masking or treating one thing or another. They're supporting these baseline root structures of our system um, so that whatever it is we might be dealing with, we're making our body stronger, right? We're giving our body tools and activating what our body, body already knows how to do to be able to um, have more energy, get proper sleep, be able to digest, digest our nutrients better and have a stronger gut lining and a more diverse microbiome, et cetera. So excellent. Really so <laughs> now the, the functional mushrooms, it isn't just for one age group. It really, it's a food basically, a mushroom. And so can it be used from young people through seniors? Yes, absolutely. So when we talk about herbal medicine, we often rank uh, different herbs based on their likelihood to either have negative side effects or have interactions with other herbs or drugs. Um, and so it, it's a ranking from one to four, you know, so yeah. when, and mushrooms are, are a level one, um, which means they're in line with things like chamomile and many of our mints that are able to be used by younger people and elderly people with really wide ranging, um, varying health conditions. Uh, so Excellent. although they're so much more powerful and we'll get into why, you know, then even our matricaria, our beautiful chamomile, which is an underrated herb in and of itself, um, they are one of the safest for, uh, you know, this really wide range of ages, of genders, of conditions, et cetera. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So coming into the fall, um, we're going to assume everyone is going to keep eating healthy and getting out and walking and getting what sunlight they can. What, what sort of benefits can the mushrooms give us going forward into the, the winter months, the dark months? Yeah, so the biggest thing with functional mushrooms is really supporting the system before you think you need to, right? This prevention as medicine. Absolutely. And when we, each functional mushroom has its own benefit and effect in the body, but what many of them have in common is if you go into a grocery store and you ask where are the mushrooms, it'll usually be under the aisle that says immune. And the reason for that is all of the functional mushrooms that we'll talk about today are known as immunomodulators. Um, and so oftentimes when people think about, okay, what can I take something, especially natural that, um, can support my immune system, they think about immune stimulants, you know? So the biggest example I come across and especially the last couple months is like, I'm going to take echinacea every day for the next few months. And or, that isn't good or healthy for you. It's quite dangerous. Yeah. So just to break it down, 
Um, echinacea is a great example because it is probably the most common and known um, herbal supplement for, for immune health, but echinacea is an immune stimulant as are many of our quote unquote immune herbs, golden seal echinacea or um, um, organ grapefruit, you know, often that are formulated with the echinacea. And what happens when we, when we temporarily stimulate our immune system. So, you know, if you've ever taken an echinacea tincture, you drop it on your tongue and you get this really tingly feeling. Um, and that's due to this constituent called alchemides, which temporarily trick our body to think that there's a foreign antigen in us. And so in response, our immune system boosts up production of white blood cells to fight off that, you know, potential foreign invader. And that can be really beneficial short term, right? For a few days, maybe a week max, but long term stimulating your immune system um, is, is quite dangerous. And so where functional mushrooms stand apart is that they have the ability to either stimulate or downregulate immunity based on your body. So okay. I think of them like cruise control is the classic example. So if we think about cruise control, every one of our bodies has an optimal speed that we function at, right? Let's say for me, it's 65 miles an hour. And if I developed an autoimmune condition, right, there's overactive immune activity happening. And so I could take a reishi mushroom extract, and we'll talk about, you know, what to look for when you're buying mushrooms. Extract is so critical. I take that reishi mushroom extract because my immune um, you know, I'm functioning at maybe 75, 80 miles an hour, and that ratio will literally tamper down immune response. But for, you know, another individual that doesn't have it on immune condition, and it's the change of season, there's a crazy virus out in the world, you know, whatever it might be, there's suppressed immunity. Um, that same reishi mushroom extract can stimulate that immune system. Let's say that immune system dropped to 50 miles an hour it would stimulate that immune system to bring them into that um, level of equilibrium that works for their system. So a good example of adaptogens. Yes, exactly. So it's incredible. You know, when we think about what, for the first time in 2020, people are asking me, what can I do now to make sure that I don't get sick this winter or next year? And that's never been the case. This is what I've been talking about for, you know, over 10 years and, the people want a quick fix. They're like, I want something to help me think better or sleep right now. Like that, that sexy pill that's going to solve all my problems. That's what we've been trained for. There's a pill for everything. You don't have to exactly. change your lifestyle or your diet. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's shifting, which is, which is a really Isn't that exciting. It's, it's amazing. You know, it's one of the blessings wrapped up in this really wild year we're living through is we're reconsidering the way that we take care of our bodies and the things that yeah. we can do now. And it's actually top of mind to look for long-term solutions for immune health. And um, within, you know, if we're looking for natural holistic solutions, mushrooms are, are one of the most powerful ways to bring something on board now um, to support your system down the road. Okay. So, you mentioned, I forget how many different types of mushrooms we know about. So what are some of the mushrooms? Can you talk a little bit about the mushrooms people are seeing when they go into um, a quality store? Um, or, so what, what should they be looking for? There could be just ground up mushroom, which is probably very inexpensive. And that, from my studying and understanding, is useless. 
They have to be handled properly and extracted properly and presented to the body properly for them to work. So sometimes something that's less expensive could really be more expensive because it's an absolute waste of money and you got no benefit out of it. So what should be, what are some of the, the top few mushrooms people are probably going to be looking for and what should they be looking for in a product? Absolutely. So beyond, we'll get into the specific species, but anytime you're buying mushroom supplements, there's really three key things to look for. And I can throw in a fourth if you want to get extra with it. But the first is what part of the mushroom you're using. So out in the marketplace, we're seeing um, really two, sometimes three different parts of the quote unquote mushroom. Uh, the first being mycelium, which is essentially the root system of the fungi. Um, then the mushroom itself, which is called the fruiting body. That's where the term, you know, the verb to mushroom comes from. It's the actual reproductive part of the species that grows above ground or on the side of trees. Um, so think of that like the apple on the tree. That's the true mushroom. And then there's spores, which are essentially mushroom seeds. And when it comes to our health, I personally believe it's critically important to use the fruiting body or the real mushroom. And this speaks to both tradition as an herbalist. I feel my mission on this earth is to ensure that medicine doesn't die. You know, these traditional ways that we've been using species for thousands of years remain and that we don't forget them and they don't get lost. And for all of the time, whether it's in traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurveda, Russian folk medicine, we've always used the fruiting body. So we have over 5,000 years of proven usage of this part of the mushroom. And the mycelium, which we'll see out there a lot, is um, it's impossible to harvest in nature. So it's always grown in a lab and usually on some sort of substrate, some cheap substrate like a grain. You'll see rice, oat, um, wheat berries, rye. Uh, I actually learned about this the hard way when I was dealing with um, you know, different autoimmune patients and people with celiac disease, and they were getting, call it dosed, you know, with their, their main allergen via the mushroom supplements. And I had to really look into what was going on. Um, and there's no regulation around how much when you're, when you're selling a mycelium based product, how much of it is the actual root system mycelium and how much is the grain that it's grown on. So we're finding now that up to some products have up to 70% grain. Um, and so not only is there really limited research and about, you know, a few decades of research on mycelium versus thousands of years of tradition of the fruiting body. Um, the research that has come out shows that um, the fruiting body has 30 to 40% as active compounds as the mycelium. So science and tradition point us towards this fruiting body. It's the real mushroom, you know, it's the creme de la creme and it's way more expensive than um, mycelated products, but, but you're getting a lot more out of each dose. It's working. Right. Yeah. I think of mycelium products like eating tempeh. Um, it's a really similar process versus having this powerful fruiting body of the mushroom. Um, the second thing to look for is what your mushroom is grown on. So this kind of was woven in when we spoke of mycelium, but in nature, almost all of our functional mushrooms grow on trees. So many of the compounds found in the trees they're growing on transfer the mushroom, the mushroom, 
right? When it comes to chaga, the betalinic acid in the bark of the birch tree is converted to betalin, which is one of the most studied, you know, antioxidant properties in chaga. So we are what we eat. Well, and that just shows just eating fast food all the time fills up your stomach, but the being isn't healthy. And why should the mushrooms be different if they're grown on substandard um, stock? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's right on. Um, so yeah, what they're, what they're grown on, ideally log grown or wild harvested using the fruity fruiting body ex- itself. And then the third thing is extraction. And so Gary, you mentioned this, that it's almost a waste of money if your mushrooms aren't extracted. And I'm seeing all sorts of words out there that are confusing consumers. Like this has been micronized and fermented and this is powdered. And it's so important to know that not all mushroom powders are created equal. Um, And so like you mentioned, if you just ground up a raw mushroom, uh, you get no benefit from it other than, you know, some fiber that you would get if you ate a kale stem or something else fibrous. So the reason for this is there's um, a compound in the cell wall of, of mushrooms. It's called chitin. And it's the same compound found in crustaceans. So think of a crab or shrimp or lobster shell. And our body doesn't contain chitinase, right? The enzyme to be able to break that open. So unless the mushroom has been extracted, which means that chitin cell wall has been broken, all of the beneficial compounds within the mushroom itself um, are either bioavailable or a lack thereof. Um, And so it's really my biggest pet peeve when someone says I've been And I see this in coffee shops all over New York City. And it's like, oh, you can add a scoop of chaga powder and it's seven extra dollars. And I ask, can I look at it? And it's literally the ground up mushroom. So it's so frustrating people buying these products. And well, that's because they know chaga is very healthy for, for them, but they don't know the rest of the story. Right. And that's what we're doing here. Yeah. So thank you. You know, the, the, where it's, what it's grown on fruiting body. Um, the, so the real mushroom itself and this extraction piece are the three biggest things to look for, no matter what mushroom you're buying. And the fourth little extra that I said I'd throw in for those really ambitious are mushrooms are known as bioaccumulators, which means mm-hmm. they absorb a lot from the medium that they're grown on. And this is one of the reasons they're so beneficial to our ecosystem is that we're finding they can break down plastics and absorb heavy metals from their environment. Amazing environmentally. And yet when it comes to our health, um, it's, it's really critical to ensure that they're clean. And so you don't want to be ingesting something that's healthy for you. That's contaminated. Absolutely. And so, you know, even more than other herbal supplements, um, organic should really just be the first line of defense. And beyond that, all mushrooms should be, um, third-party lab tested for things like heavy metals, mycotoxins, molds, yeasts, pesticides, et cetera. Good point. Yeah. What should we jump into next? Coming into the fall, some good adaptogens. One, um, I'd like to probably touch on the, well, definitely on things that are tonic for our body to help support the immune system, but also a lot of people, the parents and the kids and the college kids with the distance learning, with going away to school, with trying to work from home when the kids are running around, 
probably, it, I'm sure there's some good mushroom blends or mushrooms for helping the body adapt to, uh, I don't want to say high chronic stress, but chronic stress. You know, it's not just I had a bad hour, it's just the week is stressful. And that seems to be a very big problem now. Yeah, absolutely. So the first mushroom I recommend to anyone is reishi. She's known as the queen of mushrooms. I know you know a lot about reishi as well. And there's so many benefits to a mushroom like reishi. Um, she's been revered in many cultures where there's a deep tradition of use. Uh, in traditional Chinese medicine, she's ranked as the number one species in the whole TCM Materia Medica. So wow. really the most amount of polysaccharides and terpenes and these you know, beneficial compounds that we study for, for both our stress and immune health. But at Four Sigmatic, we, we've kind of given every mushroom a word. It's like their little nickname to make it really accessible for people to understand when and why to take them. And what's Rishi's nickname? Rishi is chill. So chill with Rishi. <laughs> Right. And that speaks to this supporting of occasional stress and getting deep sleep, which is so foundational for so many of the other aspects of our well-being. And um, I think it's so important for people to remember the relationship between stress and immune health. And when we're in a state of stress, you can literally think of it like a light switch. Your immune system is the light Shutting and down. the light switch turns off. Yeah. Right. Your body thinks that you are in an acute fight or flight survival mode. And so, so many other secondary aspects of your body's functioning literally temporarily go on hold. Well, at that point, if you are in fight or flight or life threatening, immune system really isn't one of the top things to be worrying about. It's surviving. Correct. Um, so, the Rishi, that can be and I don't want to put words in your mouth, that can be taken on a regular basis? Or, and can it also be used if life is great and today is stressful? Yes, absolutely. Off? Both. So okay. reishi, the, the history of using reishi is every day as a tonic, meaning it's meant to be take, taken long term. Um, the traditional use is taken every day for the rest of life. Because it's an adaptogen, which in theory, if life gets a little stressful, it should have less effect on the body. Yeah, let's put it this way. I think of adaptogens as, and specifically those with reishi, because adaptogens are, are on a spectrum. Some are more nourishing and grounding and meant to be taken long-term, and others can be more stimulating. Um, but reishi is really on the spectrum of the safest you know, for long-term support. Okay. And if you're not dealing with if well, I don't know who in 2020, but if someone's like, I am cruising and everything is groovy. Um, think of when you take a reishi extract, like reservoirs are to a city, right? If there's a, if there's a drought that hits and you have this reservoir. So as soon, drought is the stressor. As soon as that hits, you have this reserve to pull from. And okay. what adaptogens do is my metaphor is they fill our own vital reserve, right? So this store in our body that whenever a stressor comes and they're inevitable, whether it's through, you know, I'm in Colorado fire season, um, watching the news, getting cut off, someone yelling at you, the stressors will come. And if you have this reserve, this vital reserve, you've filled up your cup, 
when that occurs, your body not only can respond to the stressor more quickly, but it can bring you back into a state of equilibrium um, at a faster rate. So you're not okay. stuck in that fight or flight, but you're able to deal with it quicker and get out of it quicker to allow get the back other- to baseline. Absolutely. Excellent. Okay. So that's a good tip. And just it, the, the forms that it's available in. Now I know we use a lot of your, um, I don't want to call it, I guess they are mushroom or coffee teas uh-huh. are, so you can have, especially coming in, you know, we're up in New England, it's starting to get cooler. So one, it's warming, it's, it can help you adapt, but also if you have to boil the water and put, put it in and stir it up and then hold it and sip it, that forces you to relax and take a break during that stressful time anyway. So it's almost a double benefit just getting ready to ingest it and then ingesting it. All right. And how, you know, I I think of the way that functional mushrooms have been consumed for thousands of years. And it's always been, there's a long process of preparing them and extracting them. And often that looks like several hours or days of brewing, you know, decocting that fruiting body until it's ready to drink. And when you drink it, the medicine starts in your mouth. So there's a a whole effect that happens, you know, our digestive system takes place as soon as we put something into our, into our mouth, and there's a whole body reaction to it. And so rather than taking these in a pill, a capsule, a tincture, which is, you know, sure, if that's how it will work for you, there's something so Um, you know, there's this remembering and this reviving of tradition that comes when we are able to consume these medicines, really, you know, foods and medicine, supplements, whatever we want to call them in the way that they've been used forever. And why not add that extra time to unwind while you're preparing that? So what I found interesting when we brought in um, and we were sampling the different mushrooms, depending upon what's going on with somebody, like most people say, I don't like much the taste of mushrooms, but let's say for the Rishi and they're very stressed. I think the body is so amazing that if you need something and you're ingesting it, it usually tastes better. And if you don't need it, it does, you just, you could muscle it down, but you don't want more. And it's so interesting watching people's expression when they take a sip. The majority of the people, you see them smile a little bit. And awesome. it's just, I think it's the energetics of a living substance. It's not just the sterols or whatever else is in there. It's really, if it's harvested and handled properly, you're getting, it sounds a little corny, but the life energy from the plant, just like fresh herbs. If you chop up fresh herbs, you feel differently than if you took the dried herb and shook some out, smelled it and put it in what you're cooking. There's, there has to be some energetic there. And that's very important too, because we are all getting drained. Yes. And I'm so glad you mentioned that with Reishi specifically because she's known as this mind, body, spirit tonic. And so yes, while we have a ton of research to support the constituents and their actions in the body, there's also a lot of what we say everyday magic that accompanies this mushroom where it really does, you know, it's known as a cardiovascular tonic and supports our heart health and these other parts of our body that, that work in synergy um, yeah. And 
There's an amazing. I can tell you are in love with Rishi. You're, every time you start talking, you <laughs> glow and you have this big smile. Yeah, just so powerful that we are even able to access Rishi so easily. And yes, the taste on its own can be um, quite bitter. That's another test uh, to know if you're getting a high quality Rishi. It should be bitter. Um, you know, it shouldn't taste like graham crackers or. We were also cream. supposed to be eating bitter things. A lot of the healthy herbs are bitter herbs. Yes. And people are always asking. I used to um, be a raw chef and detox coach prior to, to clinical herbal work. And um, bitter is one of the flavors that automatically signals our liver to start producing enzymes and detoxing. Yep. Um, and we're detoxing all the time, you know, big misconception about what is detox? Let me starve my body. It's like, no, let me fuel my body with the nutrients that my liver needs to be functioning optimally, you know? So um, yeah, the bitter flavor of reishi. And even so I used to tell my clients, the medicine doesn't work if you don't take it. Yep. And so <laughs> I love that, you know, some people have that smile and the, and the, you know, reishi bitterness does feel really nourishing to them. But what we also try to do, and I think it's really innovative and revolutionary is that we're, um, we're, we're formulating with other ingredients that we might be more familiar with that complement that flavor. So such as, such as the only two bitters that the Western world world really knows and loves are coffee and chocolate, right? And so yeah. those are our best-selling products. We have And we don't think of them as bitters. We think of them as delicious. Exactly. So how can we reframe to say, oh, this is still the taste of your coffee. We use the true ingredients. So, you know, in our ground coffee, it's organic Arabica, fair trade beans with these powerful high-dose functional extracts. So we're having coffee, most of us anyway, so why not have high test? Absolutely. And then the consistency piece, we know it's really hard to start new habits, especially something like reishi that you maybe never heard of. So we look at what are you already doing every day? What's a habit you're likely not to give up? And, and piggyback on it. Coffee is great a great idea. Thank you. Great idea. <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Mushroom number two. Yeah. So if reishi is kind of our foundation, rest, reset, chill mushroom, um, we'll kind of think about this like we're going through a day. So we've just gotten a great night of sleep. We took our reishi. We wake up and the best morning mushroom is lion's mane, right? Hiracium irenaceus, this amazing um, white stringy fungus that grows from the side of trees, has nothing to do with the mane of a lion, <laughs> but it supports productivity and focus. And so this is the mushroom that we add into our best-selling coffee. So instead of just flooding the body with, um, you know, high doses of caffeine, like how can we make this more effective for what we're actually looking for? So beyond being an immunomodulator, being an adaptogen, so supporting those two foundational parts of our, our system, it's also giving us um, that ability to have a more focused, um, you know, I think of lion's man, like when you sit down at the computer and you bust out emails for six hours and you look at the clock and think, where did my day go? Yeah. Yep. It's that kind of feeling. And, and it's not stimulating. It's mind clearing. Correct. So there's no stimulation happening. Um, there's a lot of research that shows these two compounds within the lion's mane mushroom activate 
this hormone called nerve growth factor. Um, and so really promising research coming out about um, using lion's mane extract with different neurodegenerative diseases. Mm-hmm. But of course, if, if we don't have those diseases, we'll still have that effect of feeling more um, focused, alert, you know, creative, et cetera. Okay. And what's the nickname for lion's mane? Think with lion's mane. Okay. Excellent. So don't even have to remember lion's mane. We can just look on the box to think exactly. or chill. Okay. Yeah. And the next one. And oh, if I had to pick a third, it would be chaga. Um, so okay. chaga is known as the king of mushrooms. And when you properly source chaga, which means it's, um, it's coming from a birch tree, it's a parasite primarily to just birch. Um, at Four Sigmatic, we wild harvest our, our chaga from the largest birch forest in the world. It's the taiga forest in Siberia. And so when you get that full, you know, that true chaga from its environment and you extract it properly, it has um, one of the most antioxidant rich one of the most antioxidants of any food on the planet. Wow. So, you know, this, we called chaga our defend mushroom. And we used to have this little superhero on all of our products with chaga because it's this idea that you become your, your own bodyguard, right? When your body is flooded with antioxidant properties, when your immune system is strong, even if people are coughing all over you, you're not going to be a host for what they might be carrying. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of studies in school and in closed work environments, even with colds and different viruses, about a third of the people get a little sick. A third of the people get very sick and a third of the people don't get sick at all. And that almost correlates with probably their lifestyle and how their immune system's working. So just because someone around you is sick doesn't mean you're going to get sick. If you do the groundwork, like you were talking before, not just do something when there's a problem, but get your reservoirs filled up so your body can deal with the stress and the problem. I love that metaphor. I hope you don't mind if I use that going forward. It's great. And I think about, I live with um, a couple, my best friend and her partner, and both of them um, came down with COVID at the beginning of the year. And we live in the same house and I was brewing chaga elderberry decoctions for them every day and, you know, breathing and living with them for, um, they were sick for several months and I never, I haven't been sick in, you know, over a decade. And it's, I take several grams of mushroom extracts a day. And it, of course, there's other factors, you know, nutrition, exercise, and genetics. Well, as I say, the, the genetics, but the epigenetics, you have to have a healthy lifestyle, healthy relationships, and a good diet. Yes. Otherwise, you're dead in the water. Right. It's not that this is the magic pill that's going to fix everything, but it's shifting our mentality so that rather than being defensive and feeling like everything in the world is out to get us, Um, we're also taking the approach of how can I be as strong as possible, as vital as possible so that whether it's this ailment, the next one, the next one, that my body is strong enough to, even if you do catch something to be able to recover, um, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about mental status, you know, getting the mind working. We talked about dealing with the stress of every day. We touched a little bit on the immune system. So going into the dark winter months, and I'm not 
I don't want to make them out terrible. A lot of people love the winter and can hardly wait to go skiing. But with less sunlight, mood changes, we're not getting the vitamin D naturally the way we should. We, the, all the fresh fruits and vegetables and all the berries we've been eating all summer that are loaded with antioxidants are going to go away. And we can buy them, but they're not going to be as nutrient rich. How do you choose which? Do you have to choose one of those to take? Or can you be taking more than one of those or even rotating through them? Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely mix and match your, your functional mushrooms. There'll be different synergy with um, the combination. But ideally, and this is always my answer, you have to listen to your body. So I could tell you a perfect regimen, but it's really the, the point of all natural medicine is how can we get more in touch with our own body's needs and adjust yep. as needed. So consistency is the biggest thing. If you decide that you want to really experiment with reishi, take it every day for a month. And then ideally, you know, your stress response may have subsided and you might look for something else like a, a adding chaga for a few days or um, always switching it up and continuing, continuing to pay attention to what your body needs. But um, it, you can absolutely mix and match and the dose is going to be quite different for every body. So, you know, the, the recommended range to is listen to your body and what feels right. Yes. And, you know, it's funny, women are usually better at that than men because sometimes guys are a little thick and we don't listen to ourselves, but we all were born with the ability to listen, just like the animals in the woods. They don't look on the internet, which plant should I eat to help? I have an upset stomach. They go out and go near the plant or just touch it or take a little bite and they'll walk by different plants, then they'll eat one. Yes. And so they go by what feels right. Same thing when you go in the supermarket, your eye automatically tracks to the deep colored fruits and vegetables because they have a lot more antioxidants. But yeah. sometimes even someone who lives mainly on vegetables might go in and it just doesn't look appealing and something else catches their eye. That's their body telling them there's a nutrient in that food that you need. So we, I think that's another thing that we're choosing the mushrooms will help. But I think people now, even though we're more stressed, we, in a way we have more time. Everyone gained an hour or two a day if they're not commuting to work. And we're also starting to listen to what our body's talking about. Hallelujah. <laughs> it only took a little while. Um, so now the next question is, do the mushrooms come in blends of multiple mushrooms or are they all individual? Yeah, absolutely. We have many blends. Um, our biggest, you know, the, the way to get, I think the most bang for your buck right now is we just launched a plant-based proteins. So they're protein powders, um, all vegan, of course, with a blend of five different organic plants um, for balanced amino acid profile. So there's pea, hemp, chia, coconut, and pumpkin in there. And then our top five functional mushrooms and top two plant-based adaptogens. So you kind of have your, your 18 grams of protein, your immune supplement, and your adaptogen supplement in one. And then you're ready to go out the door. Exactly. And then get um, to work. Yeah, but blends are great. Uh, again, it's like what is going to be easy for your lifestyle. So I encourage everyone to think about what their daily routine looks like. 
Do you already drink coffee? Okay, meet yourself where you're at. You know, if you take that one small step and, and that's where the sustainable solutions will, will come from. Uh, okay. So if you, if you already... That's okay. If you, um, if you already make soup, for example, or broth, that's a great place where the blends can come in handy. I use our mushroom blend as the base for pho and soups. That's and a good soups, idea. Right. Instead of vegetable broth, I add a scoop into homemade hummus or sprinkle it onto whatever I'm cooking. So there's really infinite ways to use um, our extracts. Okay. And for the people that aren't familiar with Four Sigmatic, um, you do extract properly. You do the testing for impurities. That's why we brought them into the, into the wellness center because we only want to have available products that we would take ourselves. Um, we talked about the coffee, the mushrooms added to coffee. Uh, the, the mushrooms are for the people who haven't used it are also available without the coffee. If somebody doesn't like coffee, correct? correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, most of our products are caffeine and coffee-free, but coffee is our best seller and easiest if you already do that. But if you don't, we have, um, you know, reishi and a tea and in a cacao. Um, we have lattes and different elixirs. These blends are all caffeine-free. Uh, the protein, so so many other options to really. So whatever floats your boat, it's probably available, and yeah. that's good to know. So all of these can be added really in almost anything we're cooking. Correct, right. Now, do you have to worry about the heat or the temperature destroying any of the active ingredients? No, so it's really, I have a big place in my heart for raw food and functional mushrooms are kind of the exception. The here. opposite, so, yeah. Uh, the more heat, the better. Um, but what is interesting about what we've done is we've pre-extracted everything. So they don't need heat to be active like many powders that you'll see out there. Uh, so you can make them cold. You can add them on top of something you've cooked. You can bake with them literally any way that you can get them into your lives. I recommend. All right. So for the cooks at home that are making the food for everyone, this would be a good way to be supplementing everybody and don't like sneaking things and things like that. But if it's one of the ingredients, just like if you were cooking with mushrooms, you wouldn't ask everyone, is it okay if I add this mushroom? And so, okay, so that is great. Well, I want to thank you so much. This was so helpful. And I'm sure it'll help a lot of our listeners try to figure out where to start because it is hard. You see so many products out there. And, you know, there's wonderful companies out there. And there's an awful lot of companies that are just putting the right wording on the package to sell it. And they're stealing money from people. And that isn't it. Um, your Four Sigmatic is a top shelf company in my book. And we have an awful lot of your different um, blends and single mushrooms in. And when we're able to and this crazy time goes away, we'll be sampling them again in the Wellness Center. But right now, um, the individual packets are nice because people can, tr they don't have to buy a lot of anything. They can buy a couple of each pat, each type and see what they like. And you also, do you have a combination a pack that has some of each of them in it? 
So our 10 mushroom blend would be the best option for that, which is in a bulk canister. But okay. if you, of course, buy it from the wellness center. But if you do buy it from um, our website, maybe as a first timer, we have a 100% money back guarantee. So we really believe in what we're doing. And if it doesn't work for you, it's on us. And I'm sure you don't get too much coming back. Because- no. Because it works. All right. Well, this was wonderful. Um, I hope you have a good evening and we'll have to do this again. Thank you so much, Gary. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.